Hey, what's the um, Sicilian name for the military pr- police? Oh, carabinieri. Yeah, but isn't that also a pasta sauce? It's carabinera. <laughs> You're right. everybody to another malicious episode of <laughs> Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. All of you listeners out there, as you know, we are Ben and Heather. Fantas- I don't even, I don't, there was too many words all <laughs> mashed into that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to make up words. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows that. <laughs> So apparently we're some high energy folks today. I think it's because we're so excited about the topic today. Oh, yeah? I'm stoked about this since uh, the, the last time. Uh, well, I'm not going to give it away yet, but let's start off with some weird automotive news. Oh, yeah. What you got? Is it weird or is it like interesting? I find it interesting, but uh, you be the judge. So we all, <laughs> <laughs> we all know that um, the pandemic has left us isolated and figuring out new ways to do things, right? Everything, yes. Athletes particularly have had a hard time trying to find a way to train. Especially like team-based sports, I would think. Yes. You... And one team sport, Olympic bobsledding. Oh, yeah. Oh. So... The Jamaican bobsled team. Yes. And we all know there is one because of that lovely movie that Disney put out. The greatest. The Jamaican. runnings. Exactly. The Jamaican bobsled team, in order to stay in shape for their qualifier to get into the Olympics, to get a slot, they have been practicing in England by pushing a Mini Cooper around town. (laughs) That's brilliant, actually. You know, I think it's got to be straight from the movie because I know they were pushing a car in the movie. And I can't remember if it was a Mini Cooper or not, but I I would it would not surprise me at all. So funny. And they should have been they should not have been a little surprised when people came out and started helping them push it (laughs) because they thought it was broken down. Aw, man, people are so nice in England helping these guys. You got to put some signs out there. No, no. Training only. Training. (laughs) Keep your distance. So good luck to the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, I I, hope you qualify. I hope you qualify. Absolutely. Can't wait to watch. All right. So let's get to today's topic. We did this once before, if you remember. And insert audio file A. Iconic car series. I hope it doesn't sound like that. (laughs) Yeah. We may have to actually make one. Hopefully we can edit that out. (laughs) We'll just... We'll just, you know, we, we have a um, very fa- fantastic friend, producer. I don't know what to call him, but Michael if, will fix if us. There, if there is a Michael. There is a Mike. <laughs> yeah. He, he is the one who helps us. We're very, we, we need help. All we right. need sound help. So. Ladies and gentlemen. Remember this golden classic. It's the Iconic Car Series. It's our Iconic Car. It is. And if you remember last time we talked about Iconic Car Series, we talked about the uh, DeLorean. Yep, you told the, us all about the DeLorean. From the Back to the Future. So, Heather, what car do you have for us today? So, you know, at the beginning of any kind of series, you just... The world is your oyster. There's so many different things to choose from. And I went straight to my favorite one. I went for Ecto-1. 
Oh, that's brilliant. From Ghostbusters. Yep, yep. It's it's actually um, in Ghostbusters 1 and 2, and then several of the cartoons and right. different things that right. was out there. I love this car. It's and so I, good. I'm excited to hear about it. So Ghostbusters 1 was in 1984. Ghostbusters 2, 1989. So obviously, you know, they have the idea for Ecto-1. Um a, a lovely, wonderful person named Stephen Dane actually created this car. Thank so you, they, Stephen Dane. <laughs> good job. Um, so they had to go out and find what this was going to be. Um, so originally, it was supposed to be a 1975 Cadillac ambulance that was all black. But okay. since like the majority of the scenes in the movie, it's nighttime. Yeah, you don't want a black car. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see it very well. So... What they did is they went for a 1959 Cadillac Fleetwood professional chassis. So they they went 20 years back. The, oh yeah. Oh wow, brilliant. So this was these were um, made by the Miller Meteor Company. Um, it was a let's see a Futura ambulance slash hearse combo. Okay, so this this car was built to be both a hearse and an ambulance, whichever hey. the. Whoever bought it wanted to use it for. Or if conditions change during the trip, I guess. <laughs> wah, wah. So, anywho. Turn around. We're going to the morgue. <laughs> so, um, this company was actually combined from two different Ohio-based companies. So, the Media Motor Car Company and the MJ Miller Company. So, in 1956, they got together and they were exclusively making these Catalyst commercial chassis. And then... By 1962, exclusively um, and the largest manufacturers of funeral cars and ambulances. Oh, wow. So logically, if you see, logically, most likely in a movie, an old movie, if you see one of these, it's going to be one of theirs. Okay. So um, obviously, you know, as time goes by, there's major downsizing of these kind of companies. 1977, they really did a big... um, downsize well, and they they were, have two markets basically right yeah but they're big markets if you yeah. think about it i mean so but by 1979 they went out of business oh that's too bad so wah, wah. 1979 this is out of business 1984 we got ghostbusters one so this is, is uh, like we said ambulance hearse combo and loader which means the back door is what opens up so you can pull and push whatever okay stretcher or whatever you're using back there or so, ghost contraption device yes ghost contraption so um only 400 of these were made this exact type um and apparently it had some pretty difficult handling <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is is a beast but it did have an air suspension system so wow it's a smooth ride but real hard to turn and whatever um so they purchased two of these for the filming only two like nowadays i feel like you have a bunch yeah i mean i mean i think what the dukes of hazard went through like some crazy 179 they were doing a little bit (laughs) challenger stuff so if you remember in um in the movie you've got dr ray stance and he was played by come on baby do you remember oh wait sorry which one Ray. E- Egon or Ray? No, uh, Ray. Ray? Ray. Oh, come on. Ray was obviously Michael Douglas. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All you Ghostbusters fans. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Right. Good job. So his character, Ray, 
he purchased the car, went out and found it, um, and he um, purchased the car for $4,800 at that time, 1984. Okay. Today, it would have been um, $11,950.48. That just seems like not a lot of money for that type of car. Oh, I'd have paid more for it. Yeah, it's like a classic. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So um, also in the movie... It, this car, and maybe this is why it was so cheap, <laughs> it needed a lot of work, okay? It needed, these are the repairs it needed. Suspension work, shocks, brakes, brake pads, lining, steering box, transmission, rear end, new rings, mufflers, and a little wiring. So another $11,000 <laughs> worth of repairs. Know, so funny. So, so they did all those repairs. They painted it, did that fancy... Ghostbuster symbol on the side. And then they put all this cool stuff on it. Okay. So the roof rack is what I'm really th thinking about. So they've oh, got yeah. that roof rack. And it had that, um, oh, what do they call that? That electronic thing with the scrolling words on it or well, whatever. That was, I think, more in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, okay. That, that was real fancy. But yeah, so the roof rack, roof rack had <laughs> on top of it these muon scrubbers. So Muon, muon, I don't know if I'm saying it wrong, but it is an unstable particle. So they got to scrub that off, um, and it's something that they picked up, I guess, when they were catching ghosts. I see. They also had a radio GPS locator, like location thing. They had high-intensity microfoams to help, like, spray something down so that they could, obviously, again, catch the ghost. Now, this is this is pretty detailed, Uh and, oh, and I know. you don't get any of this just from watching the film. You don't, but um, I think the comics and other other um, oh, this comic books and things in the canon kind of unexplored lore, right? Okay, I like. Well, this. it's unexplored by us thus yeah. far. <laughs> um, it also has EMF scrubbers, so you know those electromagnetic fields. If you've seen any ghost hunting thing, they're always like going around with their EMF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are standard the, on cars these days, right? Totally, I have one. <laughs> So it's really kind of cool. The back end of the of the car, you open the door and they pulled out the what had been a gurney when it was used for like an ambulance, but then it had a rack for all their proton packs. I was going to ask you about that because yeah. as soon as you said that uh, the car, the original car, it came equipped with that gurney or that loading thing. I remember seeing in a movie that it, they pulled that out and sure enough, there's the proton there's packs. There's your proton packs. It's fabulous. Just wow. grab them and go. Um, well, no wonder it was such an ideal car. Oh, yeah. It was it was a good one. Yeah, it worked out well. So, obviously, it's got a certain look, and it's got the logo on it, and it has all the stuff. But what's really, I think, one of the most iconic parts about this car is its siren. Oh, yeah. So, let's just uh, take a little listen to that. Okay. So, I love, I love it. I love her. I okay. No, you don't need to. <laughs> recreate that oh my god um yeah i mean you hear that and you know you what immediately you're about. recognize it sure i feel like we should try to like if we ever you know redo our home security system <laughs> <laughs> then somebody trips it except for we have cats they would trip it all the time and we would all just die in an anxiety attack and so a fun fact about the siren is the sound designer richard beggs he when he was creating this effect he used a modified leopard snarl, played backwards. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I played that backwards, and he was like, boom, this is it. So I kind of, I want to listen to it again. 
All right, here, here it is one more time. So yeah, so that's basically the makeup of it. Now there's some really cool facts about it. Okay. Okay, so they actually were driving around New York City in Ecto-1 to promote the film. Oh, just to promote the film? <laughs> just to promote the film. And they caused a ton of accidents because people are like, what is that thing? Crash, you know? It's like taxi drivers <laughs> probably hated it because... <laughs> What is it they say? Any publicity is good publicity. Any publicity <laughs> is good publicity. Yeah. Um, and in the movie, they, there's several scenes with it. Um, one of them had been deleted. And Ecto-1 has this encounter with a policeman. Um, and that scene sort of suggested that Ecto-1 had some sort of supernatural powers. Oh, like a conscious or a consciousness? No, just had some powers. Like, it could apparently maybe dematerialize. Whoa. So I don't know if you would say like it was sentient because that starts to make me freak out like about Christine and stuff like that, you know, creepy cars. But yeah, it was like it almost took on some powers itself. Creepy. I know. Um, all right. Now we can talk a little bit about Ghostbusters 2. So oh, I'm assuming Ecto-1 got some upgrades or? Well, it did, but um, I'm not going to talk about upgrades because basically, you know, it, I think they did the little. It got the scroller. It got the scroller. <laughs> I think some things were just like made, you know, fancier because now we're five years later and on the sequel. But when when you watch the beginning of that movie, you can see Ecto-1 and it's just <laughs> backfiring. It's spewing smoke. It's like on its last legs. And that was not special effects. That was all really oh. happening. <laughs> it was a mess. And they only had the two cars. And so this one was just they, a mess. They had to have employed a full-time mechanic on set during oh, yeah. filming. You know they did. And he, prob uh, he probably worked more hours than a, than a lot of the no film way. crew. <laughs> I know. Filmmakers do not want to spend money on that. They're just like, we'll pray for this. They'll go get the Jamaican bobsled team and have them help push it just to get the rest of the scene. Yeah, so um, so this thing is just like a complete mess. And I guess at one point, um, they, they were driving it out of the city across the Brooklyn Bridge, and it died on the bridge. <laughs> and they actually got cited by the NYPD because it was blocking traffic. Oh, and that's they had funny. to have it towed. <laughs> You know, now a car this size, you can't just send out any wrecker either. Right, no. Well, and you don't want to get blasted by a proton pack. <laughs> You've got to be careful. So, um, 2016, there was the, the new movie. The That's new right. Ghostbusters movie with all the ladies who are hilarious. Um, and they made a new Ecto-1. So the car is very different. You can tell it's a 1984 Cadillac DeVille. Which was, I think, borrowed by one of the girl's uncles or something from a funeral home. <laughs> I love that it was in 84. Like, that pays a little homage to the uh, 84 right. original movie. So yeah. that was kind of a neat little Easter egg. And now we've got the new one coming. The new Ghostbusters film is coming out in 2021, now barring any, like, crazy pandemic setbacks. I'm pretty excited about this oh one. Oh, my gosh. And I do hope that there is a version or of something. Oh, they have Ecto to put Ecto-1. Yeah, I mean, it's almost a character in the movie Exactly. I mean, this car was so iconic that it became at least part of, like you said, one of the members or yeah. one of the uh, characters in the, in the film. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, 
if you're like a super big Ecto-1 fan, there's a 1A um, when you're looking at the... Um, like the the comics and the cartoons and things, there's Ecto One B. Uh, it just like they upgrade the the traps and the different scrubbers, and it's kind of interesting. They also do video games, so there's a couple of video games, and you can like in some of the video games you can drive Ecto One around. <laughs> I want to drive the real car. Actually, that that would do. We know. Were the the two cars that you're talking about that were used for the filming? Do we know where those cars are today, or whether or not um, I don't know they're maybe at a museum or something like that? Actually, I have some news on that. Oh, front. you have something for me? I do. So I wanted to see where these cars were. You know, so so there was the two for the original movie, mm-hmm. one that was um, you know actually refurbished and turned into what would become Ecto-1. And then they had the second Cadillac that was kind of there for sort of the pre-modification scenes. and Parts, (laughs) yeah. So they had those two. And then when they were, um, you know, later for the second movie, I think they, they made another one for kind of a promotional thing. That promotional car actually sold at the Barrett Jackson auction. In 2010, for $80,000. So, not the $4,500 that Ray paid for it. (laughs) They made some money there. So, there's that one. Okay. And then the other two um, basically, yeah, so. So there was that promo one. Then for Ghostbusters 2, they made Ecto-1A. So it's the facelift, the newer, bigger, faster, more scrubbers and all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and so now there's the three 1959 Cadillacs, the actual ones. Okay. Gotcha. So they um, kind of used some of these for promotional purposes, like sent it over to Universal Studios for promo stuff, where apparently tourists would take parts off of it. Really? Come Just on. take it. I got parts of Ecto-1. And um, I guess they got smacked, smashed into by a park vehicle. Whoops. <laughs> so they then were returned to the Sony back lot where they've just kind of been sitting and sitting. Oh, man. Do you know how many iconic cars are probably in that lot? Oh, a ton. Oh, a ton. So at... At some point here, 30 years after the film, 2014, they took one of those and they refurbished it. Are you going to tell me what Um, I think you're going to tell me? Well, I'm going to tell you a little something. But first, it was in the Peterson Automotive uh, Museum in L.A. So that's where it was. It was on display there in 2014. I can't figure out where that one went. And I'm not sure if it's that one or if they refurbished another one, which will be featured (gasps) in the new movie in 2021. Yes, Ecto-1's back, folks. It's back. Yeah, so. (laughs) Whatever backwards leopard snarl that is. Yeah, so that's cool. I always like to know where... Where did these things go? What like, happened what's to happened them? Yeah. to them? Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Awesome. So look for that if this movie comes out. And yes. Enjoy. And if you have I- any tidbits or things that uh, you know about Ecto 1 that uh, you would like to hear said on the podcast, send them in to us. Well, you we can... want to know them. Absolutely. 
and you know, give us ideas for what kind of iconic cars you want to know about. I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. We have like 10 or so in our heads, but I bet. Just just off the cuff, yeah. yeah I, I mean, bet there's one that uh, our listeners are just going to yeah, want to totally hear want. about. Yeah, so, so let us know. Facebook us on the Facebooks. And we will start our research, folks. And the Twitters. At Schoen Auto, S-C-H-O-E-N. Please rate us. Please love us. Please, please love us and like us and but we're not begging, star us. Right? We're not, no. no. <laughs> Never. Thanks again so much, and we wish you all a wonderful, wonderful summer. Are we not going to see anybody again till the end no, of the no, summer? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Well, I'm good lord. I just got. I, I just. I think I got the social distance quarantine <laughs> panic again. Don't do that to me. Sorry. I just meant to say we'll see you next time. Bye.